open. Yeah, let's go. Friday night. Anyway, so Friday yeah, night. you went comfy clothes, work clothes, back to comfy clothes. I woke up. It's been kind of one of those days, man. I put up, I woke up, put on these clothes, and I've uh, been wearing them since. So, yeah. Doesn't it feel good, though, to just like kind of just like take the clothes off? It does. It does. And usually, work clothes off. It's usually, and usually it's the first thing I do when I get home. However, uh, casual Fridays, I was wearing jeans today. And so, uh, there you go. That's because that's usually the one thing that I want to get rid of, right? Is like the dress pants. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Not having dress pants on, I just said screw it. Just kept wearing the same just, shit. Just not as comfy to hang out in, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely not, dude. <sighs> it uh, it's been crazy weather here in Michigan these last couple. Ah, uh, yeah, couple like, of days or so. Like fifty-five degrees, crazy. I think it actually got up into like to the sixties today. It felt like it I was, was gonna, so nice out. I didn't even need a hoodie on. I was gonna say I had a coworker tell me that their car was telling them it was like sixty one, sixty two degrees. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of a you know those car temperatures can be a little misleading, but uh, yeah, man, it was warm. It was a nice day to go for a walk. Great day to go for a walk. Great day to be outside. Sun was shining, and now we're gonna get. It would have you guys have you seen that list of like different seasons there are in Michigan that was like <laughs> no the Indian that was like the Indian winter or whatever really or no what do they call it? it's like first uh like first winter first winter second and winter then, first spring yep first springs or that was first spring now we're gonna go back to second winter again yeah I feel like that's that that lines up dude i'll tell you what man if uh if this is any indication that uh global warming is a real thing yeah I'll tell you what man <clears throat> i'll take it i'll take it dude. at least here let it get, let it get warmer the, the, the people south of us that's gonna be right and that is the question about global warming ultimately right dan who gets to decide where we set the thermostat you know exactly if we all of a sudden as a species decide or figure out Wait, we can control the temperature of this thing. Who gets to decide what we set the thermostat at, you know? Because uh, yeah. I'm sure the people around the equator would like it to not get any hotter. But us yeah. up here in Michigan, we're like, yeah, actually, this is nice. We uh, we enjoy this nice, mild 55-degree weather in uh, February. That's, that's I think, one of the theories as to why there's so many people migrating from, like, Mexico north. It's like, they're like, man, it's getting too fucking hot down Oh, that's here. exactly why. Oh, yeah, dude. We definitely yep. got to move north. Yep. We can't it's take the heat anymore. The, we're, we're in the early years of the uh, climate uh, migration here. It's crazy. I was I was thinking about this. It's like, you know, if, if we're already kind of past the point of no return, it's just like, you know, that's not our problem anymore. It's like future <laughs> generations' problems to figure out, in my opinion. That's a very boomer attitude of you, Dan, but you know what? We're getting older, so. As someone who has kids, though, I I still feel like i got to advocate for the little guy. He's uh, not able to advocate for himself yet. Yeah, I guess we can still advocate for him, but it's kind of like we told you so. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah stop driving that car, Dad. Damn it. Gotta love him. Damn, Damn it. it. How am I supposed to get you to daycare every day? Switched over to electric. Yeah. Katie wants to buy an electric okay. car. Yeah, you guys in the market. Dude, vehicle prices are insane right now. I don't want to buy a car. No, we have a Prius. That's great. She's just, uh, I think if I, so we have like a 2016 Mazda that I drive, and then she's got, uh, I think her Prius is like a 2012. If I said, I'll just drive the Prius, I think she would drop this whole car thing, but. Yeah, she's got the older car, so she's pushing. She's like, I just want to get something else. You could probably get way better gas mileage with the Prius, though, Ben. Right? Oh, it's great! It's great gas mileage. Yeah, it's like fifty miles to the gallon. You know, I would. Is, uh, it, a is it a hybrid? Is it the Prius? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nice. My my commute is short too, so you know I'd fill up like maybe once a month if I drove that thing to work and back every day. That'd save you some money right there, man. Cut some costs. But dude, she's looking at the new Priuses, which have solar panel roofs, and charge when, wait wait hold on solar panel roofs yeah when the did new, this become a thing the new priuses have solar panel roofs and will charge when they sit in the sun now they don't charge much like what i saw is like you'll maybe if you sit it out all day you maybe get like a mile or two of charge but for katie she only drives like a couple miles to work so she could basically drive for free is kind of what her angle is interesting yeah 
That's wild. Like I had no idea that they were putting solar panels into vehicles like that. Oh yeah, dude. The new the new Priuses are uh they've got solar panels on the roofs. I think it's it might be like a, a high like a trim level you have to get, but it's a thing. Now I want to look into this because I feel like that's something I feel like more vehicles would be doing, right? Yeah. Like no. Yeah. I mean, Toyota's also, uh, I think they're leaning hard into uh, hydrogen technology as well, like fuel cell technology, too. Yeah. So, just trying to come up with whatever, alternate ways. Whatever happened to them building roads with the solar? Remember when we talked about this like two years yeah. ago? Yeah, it's just too expensive, man, at this point. Yeah. I know one of the things we could do is paint the roads white. That would help with global warming. Really? Oh, yeah. They're all black and, you know, dark colored. They absorb more heat. We painted them white. Do you think that'd freak people out if they saw the streets now white instead of black? Yeah, I think it'd be a little weird. Um, I thought, yeah, I don't know how that would work. You just, I guess you just spray paint them. Like, they spray paint roads now anyway just to mark lines, and then you just mark black lines or not paint the lines. I don't know, man. I mean, the lines are yellow anyways. The oh, yeah, or you could just like use yellow, yeah. 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 Huh. Look at us. Solving global warming. Look at us. One one podcast at a time. One white painted road at a time. <laughs> I still like I, I had this I like we gotta buy some property out in like the desert where we can just put like a farm of solar panels and just like try to accumulate yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think how, I wonder how long it would take to like accumulate power I mean, to be able to like, yeah, we got energy to sell batteries. Yeah, I mean clean power is already becoming quite a thing. Like I think uh if we look at like clean energy percentages we're, we're moving in the right direction yeah just you know slowly i think like there's some european countries that are already pretty close to being uh 100 let's see ethiopia 100 no shit bhutan 100 renewable albania how, how are they already 100 renewable energy though I that's don't know. crazy uh, they are 94 and a half percent hydro and five percent wind it's all hydro is what it looks like oh okay paraguay 100 percent. iceland 100 percent. a lot of hydropower yeah um iceland there's some geo what is geo that must be geo geo geothermal iceland's got 30 percent geothermal um, they get that from the earth i mean it's just yeah fucking, it's just yeah. down in the earth in iceland uh, yeah. Let's see. Any big countries? Like Brazil's at seventy-five percent. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of smaller countries are making a lot of progress here. Canada, sixty-seven percent. Good for you, Canada. You know, Canada—they're one of the ones that benefit a lot. You know, Canada's pretty cold, so good for them for you know looking out for the guys in the south of them. You know, well, appreciate not only, you. Not only, not only that, but they don't want the polar ice caps to melt and then just like right cause a bunch of you know shifting of the climate to you know where they're at yeah doesn't yeah doesn't all right united, united states we're only at 20 percent, so we're lagging Ugh. world world average is 28 percent. so we still got a lot of work to do united states needs to pick it up a little bit Gotta pick it up boys and girls um what do you think i i guess do you think that uh the manufacturing industry is causing a good amount of the reason why we're not up to par with everybody else yeah i mean i think there's just a lot of infrastructure that's sunk into uh non-renewables and so that's the shift that needs to happen is you it and that's why it takes time is because you have to actually build the new plants or the new um you know facilities <coughs> but you also have to get rid of the old ones over time and uh you know there's also people that advocate obviously they own the power plant so they want to keep them keep them running and keep them burning coal and natural gas sure. what have you so. Yeah, I'm sure it takes time to transition off some of that stuff as well. It's probably not something they can just like flip a switch and the next no. day they kind of start using the other thing. So no, and I think nuclear is um, also kind of making a comeback as well. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. That's good. Yeah. Um, did you hear about the? I I saw because I was just like looking up some uh, recent news articles. There was a 5.7 earthquake. Uh, really? Earthquake down in uh, Hawaii on the Big Island. Really. Yeah. Oh no. Which which uh has got me thinking, man. I'm curious to see if there's been any increases in seismic activity like around volcanoes around the world cuz I thought I heard an article 
or I thought I read an article recently that there was like one over in like Europe that just like went off. Yeah, I know there was a volcano and maybe was it Iceland that went off? Maybe that's where yeah. maybe that's where it was. Oh, it was Iceland, yep. yeah. And they had to evacuate that town or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, dude, I'm looking at the there's 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 literally earthquakes everywhere. Uh yeah, Hawaii had a big one though. Like very recently, like within the last couple of hours, it looks like. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then there's some smaller ones going on on the West Coast. It looks like there's there's one Which, there's a couple randomly in Texas. What's going on in it's Texas? It's the world's it's the world's largest active volcano too. Hawaii like is kind of crazy. Damn. Yeah, dude. I mean, I would love to live in Hawaii, but living on a volcano is kind of sketchy, you know. Yeah, dude. Forget that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Just vacation there. Dude, they're yeah. literally in the middle of their tectonic plate, which is crazy. Just there, like yeah, the lava nuts. bubbling up in the middle. You know, because a lot of the other earthquakes are happening on the edge, but not Hawaii. Yeah. No tectonic plates never... near Michigan, though. We are also in the middle and not near volcanoes. Well, the biggest volcano in the Western Hemisphere for the United States is over in uh, Yellowstone, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, if that one goes off, we're in big trouble. Yeah, it's going to get dark. Because that's a super volcano. The super volcano. But it hasn't been active in that, uh, about hundreds of years, right? Yes, yeah, something years. like that goes off. We, uh, we're not going to be worrying about global warming for a minute, you know? No, that's we're going to be worrying about surviving. That's going to cool us off, and uh, yeah, going to be a hell of a cold time. Cold, dark, dreary time with no food. Yeah. Can't you know, like, hoard, hoard your canned beans. I mean, this is one of the reasons why, like, I'll be honest, I've considered being like one of those doomsday preppers and like creating a like nice fallout shelter that's got all like the supplies for it. I mean, you gotta be able to last at least, you know, a few years, man. If you how, if you got supplies. How many how many people are you trying to uh hold up? Doomsday doomsday prep for? At yeah. least at least ten. At least ten people. Okay. You got you to bring in, you got to bring in some of the friends and family. You can't do it on your own. Otherwise, you're gonna just be crazy nuts. Um, how many pounds of food per person per year would be required for doomsday prepping? Yeah, doomsday. There's got to be people on the internet who figure this out, right? Oh yeah, definitely. All right. Um. Plans call for shelters to stock 10,000 10, calories of food per person, which would worked out to a little over 700 calories per person per day. That's for two weeks underground. Uh, food storage for one year, modern survival. Food storage calculator, how much food should I have storage here? Oh, there's a calculator for it. All right. Dang. Um, oh, this, this is a list. Okay. How much food is needed per person per year and per month? All right. Food, food per person per year. Grains, 390 pounds. Chicken or dried meat, canned or dried meat, 20 pounds. Fats and oils, 25 pounds. 20 pounds a year? Yeah. That's pretty impressive that you, 20 pounds of for a year. That's that's just the meat, though. That's, I could probably eat a pound of chicken in a week. Right, but you're not, if you're counting calories trying to survive, you're not going to be doing that, right? Oh, that's true. That's beans, true. they're saying you need 70 pounds of beans per person per year. Milk and dairy, they're saying 87 pounds, 60 pounds of sugar. Uh, salt, baking powder, yeast, and vinegar, you need eight pounds, 90 pounds of fruit, and 320 pounds of uh, fruits and vegetables canned. And then 183 gallons of water per person per year. Um, so the conclusion here is if you're going to feed 10 people, let's pull out my little calculator here. You're going to need a lot of storage, Dan. How much storage? You're going to need, uh, you're going to need, let's go. This was... We're talking like a big fallout shelter. Yeah. Like 2000 square feet. All right, so you're going to need 750 pounds of just food plus 183 gallons of water per person per year. So 
hundred, so seven thousand five hundred pounds of food and uh eighteen hundred gallons of water. Uh and that's to that's that's to uh help your ten people out. Um so that it's a lot of space. You can, that a, you, you can fit that in a pretty small space. You don't need a huge space for that. Um how much is like a, a sack of grain weigh? Like fifty that's pounds. That's like half a that's like half a semi truck, right? Seventy five hundred pounds. Semi truck. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Seventy pound weight limit. <coughs> <clears throat> Um, axle limits, uh, a combination, a truck is allowed single rear axle weight of 20. Yeah, but that's the actual, how much, um, how much can a semi truck hold? How much can a semi carry? There we go. Uh, about 80,000 pounds. So yeah, so like yeah, if you had a semi truck full of food, yeah, dude. So what you could do is you could dig a hole in your backyard. Yep. Create a space to put the, the cargo thing, right? Because that can that can be your yeah. Your, I mean, if you think setup. about it, if you have a basement, you just need to like. Find storage space in your basement for a whole bunch of food. But I guess we're talking things that, I mean, you'd probably have to somehow create a way for it to have to jar things or put things in containers that couldn't uh, be disrupted or. Yeah, you're going to have to figure out how to keep like mice out of it. You have to figure out how to keep it dry. You're going to have to start planning, Ben. Yeah, so fifty pounds sack of flour, right? You know, it's like maybe two feet by a foot. Um, and you're gonna How many need sacks of flour. Do I need? You're gonna need. Uh, you're gonna need. Why well, that doesn't make any sense? Uh, eight per person per year. Eight per person per year. Yeah, so eighty so, for ten people. Yeah. That's just for a year. And, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Dan. If, if, if you go in with the goal of 10 people, you know, maybe maybe you don't get 10 people, you know? And then you can live longer. And you can hold out longer. Or maybe, <laughs> you know, you do a little uh, little hunger games if uh, things are looking bleak, you know? You get you get through half a year and you're like, hey, guys. Uh, well, we got to eat, Ben. It, Sorry. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to get any more food within the next six months. So, uh, <laughs> Steve's got to go. Steve's got to go. Sorry, Steve. Steve. I just, I, I like you the least. And, uh, Steve, you have contributed the least amount of everyone. That's true. You could make it like a, you know, you got to work to stay alive thing. You become like some sort of yeah. weird dictator of your little underground bunker. Just like passing out coupons for i mean that's, isn't that isn't this the plot of that uh train movie snowpiercer snowpiercer yeah well snowpiercer they were all stuck on a train that just constantly kept moving around because right. the world had froze over i don't think it had anything to do with like yeah but there's like a hierarchy right of like people on the train and like you know not everybody yeah, but can survive but you can't move up in the train as far as i remember. right right that's what i'm saying like you got to keep some of the riffraff in the back and if they don't make it, they don't make it, you know? You're turning this into post-apocalyptic. I'm just thinking, like, maybe it's not so much apocalyptic as... Oh, like, okay. Oh, shit, like we had a volcano go off. Gotcha. We just got to hunker down for a little while. Yeah, you got to hunker down, man, and for then, at least a few years until then, that stuff blows over. Then we'll rebuild society. That's the other thing, too, is I thought about, like, buying a random DVD player and try to find as many DVDs nice. as I can. Nice, yeah. Like the movie. What 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 happens if the internet goes down and you can't watch Netflix or right. you know your HBO or like any of your apps that like require the internet to watch that stuff? You're screwed. Yeah, dude. You got to It's like you got to entertain yourself like, somehow. What from uh, that that movie that was on Netflix that we watched recently? Yeah, with, uh, Julia Roberts. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
that, that was a brilliant idea. Like, I think having like a whole stack of DVDs that you just watch whatever, whenever, I guess, like that's, yep. not well, that's, bad. that's not a bad idea. That's it. That's the, that's the bunker you have to build and you'll, you'll be living large post-apocalyptic. Yeah, you know, what happened to the guy? I mean, I guess he was in the city. He didn't, he couldn't make it out of the city, you know? Is that, and that, that's why he, uh, his bunker was just left open. Which guy? The guy who built the bunker they find at the end. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 Like, they were just out of town that day, and, I mean, that, that's got to suck, why. right? There was a little girl, who, there was a little girl who found it. Right, right, right but th- somebody built it, and yeah. y- you really got to feel for that guy, right? I mean, he was ready. He was 100% prepared for this post-apocalyptic event, but just wasn't, you know, happened to be out of town when it happened. Happened to be out of and that, town. And that's, that's the just... thing. That's the thing about building your doomsday bunker, Dan, and just generally being a doomsday prepper. If you put all the time and energy into building it, you really can't leave. You're kind of tied to it because, you know, what happens if you do leave, go on vacation, let's say you go to Hawaii, and uh, then the world ends there. It's like, damn, I was I was, I was, fully ready for this, <laughs> and now I'm stuck here in Hawaii with all the plebs. Like, damn. <laughs> Oh man, it's unfortunate. It really is. About you know, maybe That's a hilarious idea for a comedy though. Yeah, you got you got to somehow. I guess you need like a helicopter. I guess helicopter solves a lot of these problems, right? Like a long range helicopter. You know, it's funny you said that because uh, one of the what, what who's that girl comedian who was on uh, Parks and Rec, who played uh, oh my gosh, what's her name, the dark haired girl, Rashida Jones. No, not Rashida. The the one who was quiet and dated the oh guy, Andy. yeah Audrey April. Audrey yes Aubrey whatever Aubrey, Aubrey something yeah Plaza Aubrey yeah. Plaza yep. So supposedly she uh, was dating a guy. Oh yeah, I saw that. Paid him. paid for helicopter lessons yeah. for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Because she wanted to make sure in yep. case there was something that goes down. Yep. You got to have a helicopter pilot ready. Helicopter. Yeah. 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 And she was in charge of guns and ammo or something like that. Yep. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Speaking of guns and ammo, my grandma texted me the other day asking if I wanted to buy her gun. And I was like, yeah. Your grandma has grandma? a gun? Yeah, my grandma has a gun. Dude, she's, she's Republican. Come on. She, she's she's got, <laughs> she's got a gun. She's just like, yeah, I'm getting a little too old for this gun, I guess, if it really yeah, does pop I off. Can't hold it in my hand anymore. Yeah. Trigger. yeah. I mean, maybe that's oh, it. Like, man. you know, if, if you're living in these times and, you know, th- shit's getting a little sketchy. I mean, if you're like, 70 80 years old i mean it's like fuck it you know if it pops off i've had a good run yep um but I no I, yeah. I told her that i was like in the market i was like looking at just i was i mean i like shooting guns i, I think sure. it's fun it's yeah. it's a cool hobby and um i was looking at a few different ones and she texted like, me and i was like yeah, i got I, a gun for you she's like i'll give you the gun and ammo oh All boy i was like all right cool grandma Appreciate yeah, it. are we a gun podcast? What kind of gun is it? You know, uh, dude, it's like a Smith and Weston. I don't know. It's like a handgun. Oh, it's a handgun. Okay, Grandma's really uh, yeah. she's low key strapped. Grandma is strapped. Bro. Don't fuck with Grandma. Yeah, uh, yep. She actually took it to the gun range as we shooting, and I was like, Grandma, you were crazy. That is wild, man. Yeah. See a Grandma shooting a gun. Isn't that funny? Think little old lady with a handgun in her that purse. It is wild. It's don't like, mess with me. Yeah, let's That's let's go, Grandma. You can feel I safe in the, public around you, Grandma. I'll pistol whip some. Grandma, get the gun. They're coming. <laughs> okay, uh, Danny. It's fucking <laughs> shuffling. I'll get yeah. you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I think there's certain age limits that I think people should not operate heavy uh, machinery or guns. Yeah. Yeah, that's to get into a certain age. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. it's funny. Speaking of purchases, um, I know I told you before I was like in the market, I'm like looking for a house or whatever. Um, dude, this is, it's, it's so weird. I like had this analogy the other day. I was like, it's kind of like dating. Yeah. I can keep like looking for places and looking for places. And it's like, at some point I can just be like, well, I guess I can, you know, I guess I'll buy this, this one. Look for the, yeah. Or look for the next best one. And it's just like, oh man, I feel like I keep just going through these like, like I'm going through dates in the dating world. Yeah. You got a good uh, real estate agent? 
Yeah, I got a pretty good one. He's a guy that uh, my my brother went to school with. He was okay. in my fraternity, so this guy I trust. And um, he's showing me some places tomorrow. I'm going to go look at some spots over in Southfield. But it's just, you know, the places that I've looked at, I'm like, man, this place has potential. But it's like I haven't looked at all the places that I've kind of liked and, like, marked down. And I kind of want to see others before I kind of make a decision to pull yeah. the trigger. And, yep. Man, it's a big decision, dude. Buy a house. Big decision. Got to think location. You got to get it inspected. Make sure there's no problems. You're gonna get any flooding issues. You got to do any updates. If if you could go through the process again, what is like one thing that you would do differently, or that what is one thing you would do? Like you would make sure, like, oh yeah, I did this, and this is something I should for sure do as I'm going through this process. I would say make sure that you get a good inspection done yeah get make sure you find a good inspector that's not just like somebody or some guy you know or you know i would uh just because you know there can be people who just don't care or they're not going to do a good job and they'll miss stuff it's not like we miss anything in our house um there was one random spot i wish i would have known about where like the the like baseboards on like the edge of our deck or like a little shitty. It's like, yeah, it was never pointed out. Um, and then let's see, what's the other thing we did? We had the owner do some work and I feel like the people that he had do the work just kind of half-assed it. Half-assed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like just having them knock the price down and then you'll have the work done, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That I think is something I would recommend um that's funny you mentioned that because my realtor did mention that he's just like you see that in a lot of scenarios yeah just take just say hey i need to pay to get this done i'm going to take this amount off yeah to, to, to cover that so you don't have to worry about it yeah this is what I'm gonna, you know pay for this yeah and i would say because i think what the guy did he like had our flashing redone and there's just spots where i even look at it now i'm just like man that just looks like shit it's like uh but i'm not gonna fix it yeah. What, wait, what, what, it, what was it for? The flashing, like the, the metal that covers all the exposed wood. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like Especially around our garage, there's a couple spots where it's like, ah, I feel like someone could have done a better job there. But it was one of those, like, they knew the house was being sold. The owner paid the guys to do it. And it feels like they just came in, did it real quick, and didn't really give a shit about whether or not it was done well. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Our, our home buying experience was very much like, I just kind of like any house we went to, I was very much like, all right, cool. This is nice. Let's buy it. And Katie was like, no, 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 no. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to keep looking. We're going to go to a couple more spots. It's like every spot you're like, yeah, yeah. Cool. you're like, cool. oh yeah. I mean, I like this. This is cool. Yeah. Cool. And my big thing was like, had to have a backyard that like backed up to some woods or just something that yeah. wasn't like, I didn't want neighbors directly behind me, like to where I was always looking at people or surrounded by people. And so yeah, any house that any house that met that criteria, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I like this. It's like it's uh, you know it's too small or like there's mold in the basement. Like ah, we can figure that out though. You know we can fix mold yeah. problem. We can fix no. So stuff. Yeah, I would say get a good inspection done. You know, just make sure you know what you're buying. I mean, it's like anything else in life. You know, you don't want to buy something and find out afterwards that uh, you know you've got a major problem that you've got to deal with. Yeah, exactly. That's I guess that's what I'm afraid of. Is like I don't want to buy it. And then, you know, two months into it, right. oh, man, like, I have to replace, like, a whole furnace or, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, sh- shit like that kind of scares me. It's not like I don't have the money saved up for it, but at the same time, it's like, oh, Yeah, well, that's also, yeah, wanna... but, you know, once you become the homeowner, you're in that homeowner, like, you're you're responsible for that shit, man. You know, you got to get it fixed. No. You got to pay for yeah, it. No backing out of it. Yep. You know. um, one of the places I'm looking at tomorrow has like 1.2 acres like surrounding Dope. it or whatever. So I'm like, sweet. Yeah. I was like, now I I'm into it. Like, let's let's see what this place looks like. Yep. I depending on how things go tomorrow, there's a good chance I might put an nice. offer in on one of the yeah. places, man. We'll see. Yeah. So that was because that was another thing. I just I wanted the more the the more land that was uh, associated with the house, the more I was like, yeah, let's do this. But the thing is, like, yeah. you're, you're trading off land for the house. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. You know, if you're at the same price in a smaller lot, you're going to get a nicer house versus a bigger lot. You're going to have a smaller house or there's, it's going to be an older house or it's going to need improvements, stuff like that. Might so. need improvements. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it is what it's it is. It's a balance. Yep. It's like fine. It's like there's the, there's a the balance between 
the crazy girl and the girl that's exactly attractive. Yeah, you know, it's just like that. Yeah, yeah, got to meet in the middle somewhere. Meet in the middle. Yeah, find find the sweet spot. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> switching gears here. Let's do it. <laughs> Outside of this stuff, uh, sports world, man. Have you heard about any of the the changes that have been coming through and taking place in the NFL with coaches and stuff like that? Now, nah, what's been going on? Minter, uh, the defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, okay. Went to the Chargers. Okay. Um, I also saw, I think there was, uh, who was the guy from uh, Boston College, the head coach? He went. To, he's now the defensive coordinator at uh, Green Bay. Oh, really? I I Interesting. Just, okay. I, um, I saw, what did I see? Another, what, another what, was one. it Belichick's kid got hired by Washington to be their defensive coordinator? Yeah, Belichick's son. Yeah. yeah. Um, I see uh, Chip Kelly's going to be the offensive coordinator for Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. So he that's that's a weird thing because he went from being a head coach to the defensive coordinator at college, but I thought he was a – wasn't he – oh, no, he was a head coach in college still. Yeah, he was head coach at UCLA. Yeah, UCLA. I wonder why he left that job. Uh, I think I saw a quote where he kind of blamed it on NIL. Like they're like somebody asked him, like, "Hey, man, like, uh, you're kind of going from trying to get out of there, Southern California to oh, middle of Ohio here. Uh, what's the deal?" And he's like, "Yeah, man, NIL beats warm weather any day." Yep. So, you know, I guess that's a move. I don't. Did he get fired from UCLA or did he just leave? I think he just left. Okay, I know he was kind of like I don't think they were a huge fan of him there, but. Well, I don't think he liked being there anyways in yeah. the first place. Well, he also lost uh, that Dante Moore kid that he had recruited. Um, that was like their future oh, yeah. quarterback um, who I don't know where he ended up but or if he's even committed anywhere yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you uh, – I feel like the coverage for this Super Bowl has not been that uh, – Yeah, I haven't seen any of the media stuff hasn't really been that big yeah which is weird yeah, it is it is kind of bizarre so my brother said he saw uh a commercial that was like the taylor swift effect and how she's like brought so many more nice fans into the nfl that nice. are like young female fans and i'm thinking to myself well i mean there's always been like that genre of like little girls who love sitting down watching football with their dads but now they're just making it about taylor swift oh yeah and it's like not a surprise kansas city made the nfl super bowl this oh year. yeah dude the big conspiracy theories going on there might as well just had taylor swift perform at halftime right i know maybe she's going to be usher's special guest you know what that wouldn't surprise me they've got no absolutely no compatibility from a music perspective uh, never collaborated together. I don't even think has Usher had. Has Usher ever had like a single, a popular single that has like another a chick on it? Uh, I don't even. Maybe he had question. like a Black Eyed Pea song, like Fergie, but Usher. I don't think so, man. I was looking at Usher. To me, is a weird Super Bowl halftime show. Um, he's, you know, his music is like love making music. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. like I can see what's the yeah like song, break, like, or like breakup music. Yeah, like Little John, right? I can see that song being a banger. That that's one. But like man, like Confessions, you know? Yeah. Like uh, love, love in this club. I don't know. It just doesn't scream <laughs> Super Bowl halftime to me. Okay, so he collaborated on a few songs over okay. the years. Oh wow, quite a few songs. I'm sure they're out there. But are they like uh, Super Bowl halftime show worthy songs? I don't think there's these are Super Bowl halftime worthy songs. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I yeah, I think it'd also be weird. I think it'd just be a little too much if Taylor Swift also performed at halftime. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, maybe uh, we're a little oversaturated at this point, Taylor. You know, maybe just back off a little bit. Yeah. Just take a back seat. Yeah, you're because this, this isn't this isn't about you, Taylor. You're already gonna get the uh the the folks who uh already feel like it's oversaturated upset I'm like yeah shows taylor swift again yes that's why we want to watch this taylor swift i yeah, wonder how many okay uh parlay or i wonder how many uh uh bets oh, can you are out bet? there can you bet on taylor prop, swift sightings prop bets prop bets on taylor swift sightings. oh man 
I want to get in on that. NFL profit on how many Taylor Swift sightings. I want to get in on that. I mean, Man. we got to we got to bet some money on. This let's game let's do the Super Bowl. Pro- All right, who do you got? Honestly, dude, I want San Francisco to win just because they beat the Lions, and I feel like I'd be more satisfied if yeah. they beat. You want to lose to the winner, right? Chiefs. Yeah, you want to lose to the winner. Super Bowl prop bets. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I'm also going to probably. I don't really care who wins, but I'd like to see San Francisco win. I think they will yeah. win too. I mean, they've got a better roster, I think, up and down than the Chiefs. Just hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, man. He's really good. All right, so let's do. All right, we got Reba is going to be singing the national anthem. Dan, how much money do you Reba think McIntyre? How much money do you think Reba's worth? Reba McIntyre, her net worth. Yep, I'm going to say a hundred and eighty million. Dude, I think it is high. I don't think it's quite that high though. I think I've looked this up before, and it's something like yeah, ninety-five million dollars. Okay, so I was double that. That's crazy. I was talking to somebody about this. It's like Reba Country is the flyover states. You know what I mean? Reba's okay. got that on lock. When I lived in Iowa, it felt like every every town that was decent size we went to, there was a Reba billboard. Like Reba's coming through <laughs> in two months. Be there. The Reba tour, it covers all of Kansas, Iowa, Missouri. You know, she probably hits the Dakotas. Like that's that's Reba Country. But she's going to be singing the half or the national anthem. There's a prop bet on national anthem uh, length. It is uh, 90 and a half under. seconds over under over 90 and a half seconds. 90. Yep. Oh, man. I don't even know how long it takes to just like normally sing that song, like just at a normal pace. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to time it just to see because she would probably like drag it on a little bit. Reba. <laughs> see, I feel like Reba. I feel like Reba will do short. I'd go under. You'd go under there? Okay. I'd probably go under on the Reba length. Yeah, I think she'll. I think she's more of like a hey now, we're going to sing the national. Oh say can you see type of singer than like a you know Lady Gaga or Kelly yeah. Clarkson drag it out type of uh, deal. I just feel like she's gonna hold that long and the home. Oh yeah, the that's what it always comes down to. Brave. You know, how long does she hold the brave? Um. If you're Reba, I mean, you can make a little money on that, you know? Time yourself out night before, put a little bets, a little, little, little side action. I might try to just see how long that's going to take. All right. Um, halftime show first song by Usher. Current favorite is My Way, followed by OMG. Oh, yeah, is at plus 700 with Love in This Club, and then DJ Got Us Falling in Love is the long shot. Falling in love again. Along with, oh, there's a bunch of them, dude. Burn, My Boo, Good Good, Superstar. Long, long shot is Boyfriend at plus 4,000. Probably, what's Oh My God? OMG. Dude, I don't OMG. know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know that many Usher songs. If it's a recent you know song. Saying, like, what's the, what's the prop for that? I mean, what's the Oh, gotcha. One? Um, plus 175. That one is the second favorite that uh, might after be, My Way. That might be the. That might be the one after my way or burn. Yeah. Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? God, God. is negative 125. Teammates, plus 260. Family, well, plus 600. And fans, plus 1,000, followed by the coach and the organization. Ooh. So if the MVP is Patrick Mahomes, I think he always thinks God first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I so, don't. So Chiefs wins probably Patrick Mahomes. Got to go God. Uh, if the you think it'd be Christian McCaffrey or like uh, if Purdy or McCaffrey or one of the receivers. You know, there hasn't been a Super Bowl MVP as a running back in like a long time since like since like Emmett Smith or man. I would love to see Super Bowl MVP running back. I would love to see the Great White Hope show out on Sunday. Come on, Christian. Let's go. Um, All right. Who was going to throw the challenge flag first? Andy Reid is the favorite here. Okay. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is plus 115. Andy Reid's one, negative 135. So they think Andy Reid is uh, more likely to challenge, which is interesting. I don't know how the hell. Maybe Andy Reid has just thrown more challenge flags. Will there be a doink? A doink? Will a field goal attempt hit the goalpost? 
Doesn't matter if it's successful or not. Only if the ball doinks. Uh, yes is plus six hundred. No negative a thousand. No, I don't know. All right, hey, here we go. All right, who do you think was the last running back to win a Super Bowl MVP? Probably like Terrell Davis. Yep, absolutely right, Ben. Yeah, okay. You yep. know what year it was? That, that feels right. Uh, ninety nine. 97. 97, okay. Denver Broncos. Dude, those teams. John Elway, Terrell Davis. Oh, yeah. I remember those I remember those teams. Uh, the Packers, right? No? Was it the Packers? I think it was the Green Bay Packers. I think it was the Packers, right? Um, Feels right. Yep. Green Bay Packers, 31-24. Nice. Final. Um, will the MVP mention Taylor Swift in his speech? No. Yeah, that's a no, I Unless think. Unless it's Kelsey. Unless it's Kelsey. Unless it's Kelsey. But even then, does Kelsey. he bet? I don't think he mentions Taylor Swift. That's a little much, right? That's, yes is plus I 520. Mean, I feel like it needs to be. What if bigger. he proposed to Taylor if they won the Super Bowl? Uh, that's, dude, I, that's too much, man. That's too much for me. What? Uh, all right. Will Taylor's. Will <laughs> that's Taylor's, too much for you. That's too much. Will Taylor Swift's outfit feature a Chiefs logo? Yes, negative 500. No, plus 900. Yes. Make some money there if she uh, doesn't have a Chiefs logo. I'm assuming she's got to have a Chiefs logo on her outfit, though. Uh, will take. Will she have a Chiefs logo, but she'll probably be wearing a Kelsey jersey. I yeah. Right. Will Taylor Swift be inside the stadium before the Super Bowl begins? Don't know yeah. why this is a bet. I'm assuming she'll be there before the game starts. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. So, no is a. Or yes is obviously the favorite there. No is plus 230. Will Taylor Swift Swift be seen cursing on the broadcast, Dan? Yes is a plus six hundred, no is a negative three hundred. So they're thinking she's gonna keep that mouth clean. I'm gonna say no, dude. She's gonna get caught. You think she will be caught cursing? I think she's gonna say a few curse words. All right, well put money dude, you can make some good money on yes, it's plus six hundred bet. That's not a bad bet. All right, how many times will Taylor Swift be shown the number is seven and a half over or under? Oh, over for sure. You're thinking over. You're thinking she's, they're going to show her eight seven times. Over seven times. Yeah. All right. I think that's that's pretty close. Vegas, I think, has got that one nailed. I think seven's probably the right number. Uh, I'm going to count. I'm going to count. Total time over or under 75 seconds. Of Taylor Swift? Of Taylor Swift. Yep. On the screen. Ooh. That's such a hilarious. That's like a second. That's like a second of time, right? Seventy-five seconds. Oh, oh no, no, not that much time. That's under. Min- a little, yeah, minute and fifteen seconds. You going under? So, like, yeah, because I'm thinking, like, okay, they're going to show her, and then they're going to cut away, and they're going to cut back, right? And it's gonna right, be like right. A few seconds at a time. I don't think it's going to be like ten seconds each time. You know, like that's that's just a lot. All right, uh, first commercial category: beer. Auto or home insurance, sports book, car, candy food, movie, any Procter and Gamble brand, cryptocurrency, and that's it. I like the cryptocurrency, or I'm gonna say something in insurance. Yeah, I'd like. Uh, I think the, you know. Oh man, let's see. I think sports book probably makes sense. Yeah, you want to remind the people early that you can go and bet on the game. You know. Oh, yeah. You don't want them hanging out to the end. When is technically the quote-unquote first commercial? Is it after the kickoff or I think is it's it before after, the kickoff? I think it's after the kickoff. Because that's what I never understood is, like, when do they actually start the Super Bowl commercials? Right. I think it's, it's got it to be. Once the kickoff happens? It's got to be. It's, uh, it's Yeah. When, when, who will run the first commercial after kickoff is actually the category. So Commercials have been so underwhelming these last, like, three or four years. I know. I like. Yeah. They need been, to do better. Uh, These marketing people need to improve. Do better. Maybe the AI will help us this year. You know, did we'll you know that AI Frank's ones. wife, Frank's wife, uh, helped with one of the commercials that they're going to be doing for the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, really. The one with uh, Vince Vaughn and Tom Brady. Nice. She helped with that one. Yeah. Nice. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, she works for an ad agency in Chicago, so yeah, they do stuff like that. They do stuff like that. Um, anything else in the sports world? I think the Pistons made some trades. Dude, but... they, they are in fish, an official blow it all up and rebuild mode. Um, yep, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't even get a lot of good stuff, in my opinion, for the. I do. They let go of their first round pick. 
number seven overall, dude, from a couple years ago. Yep. Ouch. I mean, you follow the yeah. Pistons more than I do, so what are your thoughts on it? Um, I just think that there's a lot of shit people in the office that are making a bunch of bad decisions. We need Joe Dumars back. Is that what you're telling me? I don't even think it's Joe Dumars. I don't know who can save the Pistons franchise, to be honest, man. It yeah. just seems like it's in fucking shambles. Man, right M- NBA's tough if you don't, you know, basketball's a, you got to have the best guys kind of sport. You know what I mean? So the fact that Cade Cunningham hasn't become an elite guy, the fact that they missed out on Wembenyama, and yet they've just not gotten, you know, they haven't made good decisions with those other picks. It just makes it tough to win, you know? Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Uh, how the Wings doing? The one, the, well, one good thing I would say is Duran has looked pretty good. I mean, he had a couple of 2020 okay. games already this year. Okay, so we got got hope there. That. There's there's yeah, at least I don't know. There's somebody. I mean, somebody's got to score and get rebounds, right? So especially when exactly. it's a bad team, so it's not really yeah. saying much on the worst team in the league. But yeah, the Red Wings are uh, not 20, bad. Twenty six and eighteen is where they currently stand. Let's look at the. Uh, they had a pretty hot start to the season. Um, they did. I feel like they've kind of cooled off a little bit. Uh, they have, uh, I think they play, yeah, they play the Canucks tomorrow. And then they're on the, the road. How long, week. how long does, when, like, when did the hockey playoffs start? They start next, is it? I think they start in April. Yeah, currently in eighth place. Um, by a couple of games though, or only two points, I guess is how they do it in hockey. Um, they've got uh, less ties than the Islanders, I guess is how that works. A lot more wins, but less ties. Um, so I'm sorry. When did you say the playoffs start? Like how many more games they got? Schedule. Wait, you got them in eighth place? Yeah, eighth place in the. Oh, in the Eastern Conference. In the conference, yeah, 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 yeah. I have them in, I was going to say, because they're in fifth in their division. Okay. So it looks like the last game is the end of this month. Yeah. Or no, that's just February. Let's go to March. Sorry. No, nope, they've got. I mean, they're not. But, dude, here's the other thing, too. It's like, yeah, they're, how many, they're not even that many right. games back. Yeah. It looks like the, looks like the playoffs start in May. Um. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They currently have fifty-eight points. First place has seventy-three, but they're only ten points out of second place. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's exactly what I meant to say. Is like the point differential between them and where they're at. Yeah. I think they're not that far. So back. they're in decent position. Um, yeah, I mean they're young too, right? So I guess it kind of makes yeah. sense that they would uh, start fast and then you know, kind of uh, cool off a little bit. Yeah, they're 14th in the Eastern Conference, but they're 14th overall in the whole league, which is yeah. crazy to think about, too. Yeah. Let's see. Their division, the Atlantic division, looks like they're fifth place in their division, so that's not great. Yeah. Let's see. They also play in the hardest division in hockey, though. Yeah, they definitely do. So they're second place in the wild card, so they're just out of the playoffs currently. Or no, no, it looks like they are in the playoffs. The two teams make the wild card. So in the yeah. playoffs as of now fighting for their spot let's go red wings let's go wings good to see the red wings you know at least decent again that is your detroit sports update uh boom uh, coming to you from pow dan chilling in the basement chilling in the basement Uh, detroit sports update you seen any uh let's switching gears to entertainment you see any good movies or tv shows lately uh we just been watching um still watching ozark Ozark, yeah. Where are you guys at? What We're like uh, like middle end of the second season. Okay. What are, th- what are the thoughts thus far on season one? Uh, season one was good. I think my my issue with the show is uh, it feels like they should be dead at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. You know, like, a lot of people dying. They're still alive. A lot like, of people dying. For some reason they're not dying. Also, we're to the point where, you know, there's people who are just doing favors for them for yeah. really no reason. Like, there doesn't seem to be a benefit to some of these people helping them out still. Um, especially the the one guy recently was the episode where the wife gets kidnapped by the pastor. Okay. And in order to get the pastor's baby back, uh, Jason Bateman has to go to the uh, political guy, the, like, rich businessman and be like hey i need you to find this baby in this in the system for me and give me this baby 
And there's no reason for that man to help them out at that point. You know, nope. no incentive for him to even be involved with their family. Uh, but he's like, he's like, he's like, okay. But he says right before they go to get the baby, he's like, hey, I just want you to know after this we're done. It's like, why after this? You know? Yeah. What about this? You know, has made your decision as opposed to, you know, the point where you found out they were involved with, you know, drug cartels and stuff like that. It just doesn't make any sense. Still great. Very, uh, you know, entertaining as a television show. I am still going to watch it. Still going to see it through. Um, but definitely feels feels like they should all be dead at this point. For sure. Oh, yeah. 100% uh, should be dead. Um, well, just just continue to watch and wait and see what, what yeah. other twists and turns you'll yeah. find. Um. I did. Uh, I I did want to ask if uh, if you've heard of or seen the show Louder Milk. I have not. No. It's kind of like a. I don't know. It's kind of somewhat of a dark comedy show. But the guy from. Uh, did you ever watch a? Uh, what was that one show that, called The League? Yeah. So the League, the one guy from the League who played. Uh, what character did he play? The guy's Ron Livingston. He okay. Played, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Lieutenant Nixon from Band of Brothers. Yep. Yep, yep. So he is this, uh, he's like a former writer who uh, is like a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse guy. And he like is, a, he runs a, uh, like a, a group for all these other people who are substance abusers. And he's like a counselor, um, just kind of like with a, like a prick like i'm better than you kind of attitude which is really funny but uh dude it's pretty funny pretty funny show okay uh, if you guys are looking for something dude, I, a little bit more comic relief i love we're on livingston man uh what was the yeah. movie the one where they steal all the money from the corporation office space office space yeah yeah, yeah, OG yeah, yeah. Ron livingston character yep OG character yes i forgot yeah he's in that oh yeah he's the one that they smashed the printer he's in the main the... guy yeah dude yeah but yeah, great. If you guys are looking for some like slapstick comedy that's kind of darker, kind of funny, uh, it's a good one to switch it up and throw on every once in a while. All um, right. What was the other one I was going to tell you about? I forget now. But dude, the other, do you see the preview for the other Dune movie? I know you. you oh like yeah, the first one, right? I've been up on those previews, dude. I can't. I, we are. I'm seeing that in theaters the weekend oh, yeah. it comes out. We're 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 doing a date night for that one. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah. Super awesome, pumped! Man. I love that first one, that man. One. I want to watch that first one again. Just so oh I yeah, can, like it was know, on HBO. Refresh. It still might be. I might need to watch that. Then that's a good call out. Yeah, dude. Dune, uh, Dune Two is coming. That's like the Star Wars of right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, would say it's probably one of those ones that uh, it's you know, super entertaining. Great cast. Yeah, great, yeah. great visual effects. Oh um, hell yeah! And yeah, the story's fantastic. So can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, it's got flow in it too, man. Uh, what's her name? Florence. Uh... Florence Puig. Yeah, Florence Puig. She's got, hot. It's got her in it. It's got the dude who played Elvis in it. A lot of people in it. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah, is. He's he he plays one of the bad guy characters now. So still you know, gonna have little to, little Dave Bautista action. He had to go and get voice lessons to remove the Elvis. Did he? Nice. Yeah, he's, the, he's, like Elvis went, slang from his speech. He went Dude, too he deep, Dan. He couldn't stop doing it. He couldn't talk anymore. He, he, like, he went too happening. deep. Hey, just uh, kept uh, talking like yeah. this, and uh, I'm Elvis now. Well, that, that's what happened. You think maybe he thought that movie was just going to do, you know, a little bit better for him from a career perspective, and, you know, he'll just have to lean in a little bit too hard? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was like one of those roles that you see a lot of guys, you know, like other other actors that have done, like, roles similar to, like, biopics like that. They've gone on and like had success with it. I don't know. Maybe they thought that it was going to be one of those situations, but yeah. Um. Anyways, what was I? There was something else I was going to say. Um. You see any movies? Yeah, I don't. Have I seen any good movies lately? What movie did I watch recently? Oh, I watched that one on Netflix about. It was a documentary about the making of We Are the World. Have you oh, seen? Oh yeah. One? Okay. I have not seen it. Is it good? Dude, it's kind of interesting. Like, I had no idea what the whole background story of it was, but it's kind of cool. Like, they all did it. Like, it was, it all happened one night. Like, they okay. did all of the, the recording and putting it all together, and, like, nobody kind of knew what was going on, and so they all just kind of showed up, and 
um quincy quincy jones quincy jones who, yeah so he was the one who kind of orchestrated the whole thing um but originally it was uh lionel richie and michael jackson that wrote the song really um and it was supposed to be little richie helping write the song as well but he just like i don't know they they tried reaching out to him a few times he just wasn't getting back to him and they were on like the short deadline to get it done and they all decided well all these famous artists are going to be here because there was the american movie award like amas or whatever okay um back in like 1985 um like early january or like late january of 1985 on the night after the whole like the event with the ceremony and all the awards they filmed that night damn so all those people like sat through an award that show. whole event and then hopped in cars and rode over to the studio to film this thing and it started at 10 o'clock and they didn't finish until 6 a.m the next day damn dude <laughs> and they still but, I mean, still have hungry people over, in the world they raised over like oh right i think okay. they raised over like 160 million dollars worldwide damn after that song came out yeah who's that money going to it went to people in africa i guess all right starving kids yeah. in africa yep. 160 million dollars richer i'll tell you what i like i have a lot more appreciation for that song and how like how much like went into it okay what i didn't realize is how much of an introvert and a weirdo bob dylan was oh dude he's definitely a weirdo dude super weird introvert like was like not like out seemed like so outside of his element being around all those oh people. i'm sure yeah and like all these people are like great singers and he's just like I'm hey kind of bob <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a storyteller with a unique voice i'm not much of a singer. come gather right people wherever you roam yeah dude bob dylan <laughs> bob dylan's not uh not a crooner also what i didn't know is that prince and mj were like kind of feuding oh yeah they like, didn't like each other okay they didn't like each other really yeah and prince was supposed to come and have like this solo part and he wanted to like play his guitar on the song and like be in a separate room and they were just like no everyone's doing this together so if you're gonna come you have to like be in it he's like well fuck it, i'm not coming nice ultimate prince so move prince, so prince was supposed to do the the solo that um uh huey lewis ended up doing nice which is so so random but another thing I didn't know about, which is pretty cool, is they actually had someone come in and like take all of the vocal people and like group them together based off of how they were like the like how they would be the most compatible. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, that's really, like, really interesting. I never really considered or thought yeah. about that when putting together an ensemble. Yeah. Like put them together like a choir. With the, Got your well, so sopranos like like, and your falsettos and pitch, yeah, yeah, the ones that the balance the pitches better together. Like yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah, that makes sense. But there was a lot of thought process that went into it for sure. And it's cool to see kind of like the background of it. Dan Aykroyd was just him and Bette Midler were like just random like like movie Comedians. stars that were like Yeah. Well, it's like both what I didn't realize is Dan Aykroyd actually has, you know, a voice and so does Bette Midler. She was like belting it out on obviously on the stage with all those people. But nice. There was a lot of lot of big name people in that group that that performed and took part of that. Yeah, dude, I'll check that out. And, Dude, yeah, I think it's a good one. Check out. I actually got a little teary eyed, like listening to the song, at, like at the very end, because I was like, "Man, this has like so much more meaning." Yeah, a little deeper. Kind of cool. You know the story, Dude, like the the whole MJ part. Like he like sunk his like heart and soul into that whole thing. Like, really, super dedicated to like making it work. Yeah, Michael Jackson. You can just yeah, he's fucking dude. He's the goat. Yeah. But man. yeah, man, that's uh, that's the the gist of it, man. That's the that's the weekend dan's eyes that's the weekend dance eyes. Yeah. love it all right man well um yeah i think uh this about does it for tonight uh enjoy you the uh, anything else i don't think so you, you got any big plans for the super bowl oh uh, probably just hanging out watching it yeah yeah might uh might drink uh might drink some beers yep nah. i have a couple of uh cocktails good food yeah not too know, many like, though because it's I, a sunday don't forget yeah it's it's weird though it's like the Super Bowl doesn't really feel like it means as much to me after this season because the Lions oh the Lions could have, dude if the Lions would have been there damn it dude I would have been so much more hyped damn it. For the Super Bowl I think I would have tried to go to Vegas if the Lions were there yeah I know there's a couple people I work with who had booked tickets to Vegas uh, yeah. the week of the championship game but uh, that didn't work out for them so 
but probably saved them, you know, 15, 20 grand uh, in the long run. Yeah. So you got that. And I'm trying to buy a house, so it's probably a good thing. Yeah. He's was like, I was uh, going to have a down payment for this house, but uh, then the Lions made the Super Bowl. So, yep. There goes the house. Yeah. You have to wait a little it. longer. <laughs> and hope they, uh, they, you know, the Red Wings don't go to the Stanley Cup or something. So, um, all right, brother. Well, take it easy. Awesome. And yeah, uh, you too, man. Yeah. We'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Have a good one, brother. Enjoy your weekend. Yep. You too, man. All right. Later.